Welcome to episode 157 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg. My co-host, Warren Sklar, is off this week, but we got Jeff Gamet back on the show. Welcome back, Jeff. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing well. And uh, and filling in for Warren, those are some pretty big shoes to fill, or at least I assume yeah. they are. I've actually never seen Warren's feet. No, I haven't either. So you're not alone. <laughs> So well, we'll just go uh, with big shoes to fill. They're, they're, they're big shoes. Uh, but uh, Warren's enjoying his 4th of July Independence Day holiday mighty early. So I hope you're having fun, Warren. We, we will miss you. And uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, some more beta releases came out, some new stories. And uh, I thought we would talk a little bit about shortcuts. And so, Jeff, you just talked about that with Brian Chaffin on the Apple Content Machine with the Mac Observer. So why not mm-hmm. uh, kind of extend that a little bit here at the, this audience? Um, and uh, yeah, we'll just come some more surprises coming up here. So let's um, let's jump into the news. We only have like a couple stories this week. It's kind of a, a light news week. Um, my, uh, Mac rumors, uh, the iPhone 12 passed 100 million in sales in the first super cycle since the iPhone 6. The iPhone 12 lineup passed 100 million units in April, meaning that the, the, the devices achieved the landmark figure within seven months of its launch. By comparison, this is two months earlier than the iPhone 11 that launched in 2019, and almost the same as the iPhone 6, which powered a sales volume super cycle. That was around the 4G transition in 2014-2015. Uh, this means that the iPhone 12 series is the first volume supercycle iPhone in six generations. Um, and wow. uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive to see that the iPhone 12 has, has been as, success, as successful as it has, especially everybody saying it's doomed. And, of course, the iPhone 12 mini is doomed. And so they obviously are selling enough phones, don't you think? I think Apple is doing pretty well with the iPhone in general, and the iPhone 12 line is just fine. And we hear Apple is doomed, I think, pretty much every iPhone uh, release cycle because you just can't make everyone happy. And and the people that tend to say, well, uh, Apple really blew it this time, the iPhone is now dead, uh, this is going to ruin the company. They're the people that are going to complain regardless. And, uh, and you know, and in some cases, they're just the people that, that uh, don't like Apple. They enjoy Apple bashing, and, uh, and there you go. Uh, but the, this super cycle doesn't surprise me, really. The, this was a major refresh for the iPhone line. So, of course, this is the the year that, or the cycle that we're going to see uh, a big boost in sales. No, yeah, I I I I think it'll continue. It'll continue to to be boosted in sales. Um, I love my 12 Pro Max. Did you? Did you? I forgot you did go with the 12 Pro, right? I, I went with the 12 Pro. Yeah. The, I mean, the 12 Pro Max. The features, the extra features, are very compelling. But the size, size is not. It's it's just too big for me. I mean, the the yeah. twelve Pro size, the well, that the ten. I mean, that was, it was too comparable. Big. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like those I had the ten. I thought it was. I, I thought it had a compromise because I went from a eight plus to the ten when the ten came out. So I, I uh, can see why you would say that. But yeah. I've never been a, a plus phone size person. 
Yeah. And uh, and if I can't do everything with one hand, just the phone <laughs> solidly in one hand. Well, you know, with my giant then, hands, I think I can handle it okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe I need to get my fingers stretched. I don't know. <laughs> I got those giant hands, so. Uh, but uh, no, it's good. Good to hear. I, I'm I'm uh, I'm not surprised. I mean, let's face it, it's fifty percent of Apple's business is is the iPhone. So I don't think uh, Apple's going to let up uh, anytime soon, and we'll. Obviously, be talking about new iPhones. You know, if if it goes from twelve, it's going to go to lucky thirteen, unless they decide to skip it. Because they did skip a number; they skipped to, when it went to eight. They went went, went right to ten. So I wonder if they'll do the same thing uh, because oh, that's right. thirteen get the iPhone nine. Uh, no, I went from the ten, from the eight to the ten. So I'd be curious to see if uh, they're already rumoring saying it's a thirteen, but maybe they will keep it. But, you know, who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, and then uh, my favorite uh, cellular network, this was on the Mac Observer. Our friend Andrew Orr wrote this. Uh, T-Mobile is going to allow you to try out their network for free using an eSIM. Uh, T-Mobile is offering iPhone users a new way to test drive its network uh, by downloading an app and installing it with, that installs an eSIM uh, uh, through the network test drive app on, I, on iOS, you can test the T-Mobile network for free for 30 days with 30 gigabytes of LTE data, whichever comes first. And you won't leave your current carrier and you won't lose your existing phone number. So during the tri- trial period, you'll be provided with a temporary phone number that you can use voluntarily for calls and texts by default. Your primary number will be your existing network provider and will be used for calls and texts because you know you got an eSIM and you got a physical SIM. You got two lines on your phone. Right. Uh, once once the trial expires, you will be able to keep the temporary number uh, that you were assigned. Uh, you will not be able to keep the te- excuse me the temporary number uh, we were assigned. And at the end of the trial, you'll uh, be able your current provider will remain active and on your device and the deactivated eSIM profile can be safely removed. Um, I have my iPhone uh, through T-Mobile and I, I, I also transferred it to the eSIM because I like the fact that I can take a, a regular SIM from another carrier and be able to have two separate lines. Now T-Mobile did give me two free lines I have on my account so uh, and so I have them on in so I have one in this iPhone 10 R that I'm that I'm used sporting with the the camera here, and then uh, I had it in an old Android phone too. So so hey, when you when when you, they're going to give you two free lines and it does cost you a dime, you know, you you take advantage of that. But this is great, and, right. and I. I've been a very, very happy T-Mobile customer, but two, almost three years now, since ever since I abandoned that AT&T dreaded network. Um, so I think it's great. I, I, would, I wish other carriers would do this. I I agree, but uh, this is very much T-Mobile. That I mean, that's totally their style. Yeah. Um, I I don't see AT&T or Verizon no. following suit. Um, Never. I I was a T-Mobile subscriber all the way up until. Uh, uh, the first iPhone came out, mm. and then you had to go to, right. to AT&T. And matter of fact, when I switched over to uh, to the iPhone, my my SIM card for my, my T-Mobile phone was old enough that it's when I boot up my phone, it still said VStream for, for voice stream. Because oh, my gosh. Th- yeah, that, that's that's how long I've been a customer. It goes um, back ways. It does. Yeah, I, I'm still on AT&T, and... Uh, Around yep. here, it's it's all about which carrier gives you the service where you need it. Right. And uh, um, f- for right around my part of Boulder, 
I'm better off with AT and T. I have friends that live several blocks away. They're better off with Verizon and yeah. go the other direction. It's T-Mobile, um, but I'm going to try this out because uh, I think it'll be yeah. really cool. And, and can test it out, see if, if the network's improved since uh, you've been on last. Right now, am am I correct uh, in, in remembering that the iPhone 10? S is the first model that included yes. eSIM support. Yep, I believe that's what it said in uh, uh, in the article. Yeah, it says the iPhone 10s or newer with eSIM capabilities. Yeah, I do remember when the 10s added that because I I have owned every iPhone since <laughs> as far as I can remember since I am in the trading program and I do uh, get the new model each year. So mm-hmm. uh, so the t- the 10s actually is now in the in the capable hands of my my sister in law. She's she bought that awesome. phone for me many years ago, so that's two phones ago. <laughs> so I'm on the 12. I had the 11 last year. Right, um, right. So, uh, yes, so it, it, it's still a very capable phone, the 10S. So. Oh, yeah, it's a great phone. Yeah. So, yeah, check it out. I, I think that that's a great great way to test test out T-Mobile, see see what uh, if it works for you. And if it does, I'm, I'm one happy customer. Yeah, in the Chicago area, I don't have any problems. Uh, T-Mobile's got really good coverage. When I visit, when I visit uh, Las Vegas, I've been out of Vegas uh, end of this month on a trip here uh, coming up. Uh, I've always had good coverage there. And uh, any other places I've, I, other than like rural areas, like if I travel to Michigan or some places that are more rural, I mean, you're going to expect not to have very good coverage um, in those, yeah, those I think smaller Verizon's areas. better in rural areas. Yeah. So the team was getting there. I mean, the five—they're building up the five G, and then, um, but uh, it, it, it all depends on which or what you want to want to use. And you can always uh, look at the secondary carriers like Mint Mobile and uh, um, uh, even Google Fi, who 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 uses uh, a split between T-Mobile and U.S. Cellular. Um, there are some other carriers you could take a look at as well. But uh, yeah, Mint is always a big podcast supporter, and uh, I, I tried their service, and it was it was pretty decent, and then it's very cheap. So, but hey, I'm a happy T-Mobile customer. I'm not leaving anytime soon. Awesome. So, uh, next story here: uh, Apple releases Apple Watch International Collection bands and faces. Um, so, with the Olympics approaching uh, soon here, as we record this, uh, Apple released a new collection of Apple Watch Sports Loop bands to let people share their support of their country. There's also matching downloadable watch faces. Uh, there's 22 countries that are participating in this and going from Australia, Belgium, Canada, all the way down to the U.S. The U.S. will also have that, too. So maybe we should buy some U.S. watch bands. I don't know if I want to have a red, white, and blue uh, uh, watch band. but uh, yeah, It depends uh, on where you are, whether or not we should be wearing red, white, and blue publicly. Yeah. <laughs> some, right. some places don't like us. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I wear Canada. It's red. Uh, you could say it's French. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, yeah, just, I, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the the the, uh, the it's it's um, it's blue and white as the main part, and then it's got red on the edges of the band. Um, so it's it's a it's a sports. Oh, loop. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's actually that that looks a lot better than what I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like an actual flag, red, white, and blue color. Um, it might be something fun, and uh, but I I'm so in love with the, this this loop, uh, the, the the continuous loop uh, band that, that uh, I just 
I, I don't ever change this band. I love it so much. <laughs> it's just so comfortable um, that uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would. I would. I mean, I've got the other the other sport loop bands, and they're nice. I, that's the ones I I was wearing, but not since I got this the this uh, the loop. It's it's been pretty awesome. So, uh, but check it out, and you can have your matching face to, to, to with it as well. I like the Japan band. Yeah. It's nice, white with uh, red pinstripes on the edges. There you go. Yeah. And then um, finally, I don't usually uh, connect. Um, excuse me. <coughs> I don't usually um, connect uh, uh, a story to New York Post, but this is all I could find here. This is uh, Apple quietly buys Roku remote button for its. They say it's struggling Apple TV app. Uh, Apple TV is scrambling for new subscribers and quietly looking for unlikely rival for help. Apple's struggling streaming service, which started in November 2019, has bought a button on the on the on the Roku remote, a surprise tie-up with the per- popular streaming stick maker uh, that Apple hopes will expand its customer base. Well, I'm not going to read more of the proper propaganda here in New York Post, but um, wow, I, I I wonder how they feel about <coughs> Apple and Apple TV Plus. I'm I'm just having a hard time picking up their sentiment here. Exactly. Um, that's okay. First, we don't know how many subscribers Apple has in Apple TV Plus because they're not telling us. And yeah. uh, and as far as I know, there's no indication Apple is scrambling to to get new subscribers. And um, okay, the whole way they're presenting this. What what a crappy way to write this article. I know it was um, a propaganda. I, I, I was I was really tempted. I was really like kind of reserved. I wasn't even going to share this article, but I, I thought it was. And we we actually talked about this on Mac to the Future Go with the uh, guy and Warren yesterday. Uh, but I, I thought if anything, we, we we could we could have a debate here of the fact that uh, Roku is a big platform. I mean, and you could buy this device with this remote for twenty nine dollars. Let's face it that that is a pretty gosh darn good deal compared to spending you know 149 dollars for a t for an apple tv um uh but what what's wrong with apple you know jumping on the bandwagon i mean i've got i've got this old uh roku button uh, remote here i'm showing on the camera here that has hulu netflix disney plus and sling i don't use sling so that that button's that button for me is pointless um so uh so it's it's there and it makes it uh it makes it easier to access it, which is which is just not a bad not a bad thing. You know, to me, the 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 interesting news out of this isn't that Apple has done this because this totally makes sense, and this is just what you do. I mean, there, you want your Netflix button, you want your Amazon Prime button, you want your Hulu button, you want your Apple TV right. Plus button. That's it. That's that's right, what right. should be on these, and the. The big question for me isn't why did Apple do this? Oh my gosh! It's why did they take so long to do this? Right, and I'm wondering if it's more thing about uh, about contractual obligations that Roku had with uh, button placement. Could be, and they had to wait for something to expire for Apple to take over the spot. Well. I I I have many of the uh, of the different types of, of TV devices. I have a Roku, 
I have a TiVo stream. Call me crazy. Why do I have that? I got it as a Christmas present. I thought, hey, nice, nice stocking stuffer. It only costs forty bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's Google TV. So I, I, you know, I like to experience the platforms and see what what everybody else is doing. You know, Amazon TV. You know, uh, the, uh, the the Fire Stick or the Fire TV. Um, I had mm-hmm. one of the old Fire TVs that you know the, the thin base one. I actually have a, a Fire TV Cube that was down in in my uh, in my uh, home theater area and um um and that's even decent too so i mean I, but then amazon turns around and reciprocates you know they they have their services on on all those devices i just mentioned of course and so does apple tv i mean uh the apple tv is on the google is on the google tv um apple tv is also on um uh, uh with all the other samsung devices TVs. samsung yeah you get smart tvs yeah. i mean they're, they got to get their name out there but apple continues to buy more more and more different content there's more great more great uh more more great series coming uh can't wait for ted lasso in about uh we're counting it down 22 days i think it is yeah 20, anyway, as we record this 22 days yes i can't wait i was going back and binge watching the, the series again i was like god this show is so good um I, I, that's when i all up to episode five or six and i said like, i want to watch the rest of them again it just it's just when when it was on the first season, I just I couldn't wait to see the next the next uh, uh, the next episode because of course they make you they make you wait, uh, but which is fine. No, it's not. <laughs> it is not fine. Damn you! Damn you! We have we have moved beyond traditional uh, terrestrial uh, big three network true um, uh, TV scheduling, and Netflix made that very clear. Yeah, when they they and do it. Right, and uh, and now having uh, the different uh, streaming services start to go back to the once a week thing. Yeah, it's to me it's horribly frustrating, and I stop watching shows because of it. So just wait till they all are, are all in the catalog, and then you just go binge watch at once. Yeah, I mean I I'm watching Loki every week, which by I gotta the way watch is that. an amazingly great series. You, I gotta go. I gotta watch start watching it. I got a Disney Plus. Yeah. But the, but I have no idea what day it's on. The only reason I uh, I I watch each episode each week is because it's on some day during the week. Yeah. Uh, I, I start seeing tweets about the episode, and so I'm like, oh, I should go watch that before I see spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm looking at at uh, the uh, farther down in this article, and uh, holy crap, they they quote um, Lightshed Partners analyst Rich Greenfield, who yeah. called uh, Apple's move to uh, put uh, or get a get a button on the Roku <laughs> remote shocking. And Why says, is it shocking? Nobody would ever have expected this. What? Okay, Rich Greenfield may be uh, very well informed and very competent, but in the, in this instance, I mean, and I, I literally have no idea who he is. But uh, in this instance, <laughs> I was going to say, straight, who is he? <laughs> I don't know, but he's straight up wrong. Nobody, everyone oh, have yeah. expected this. No, everyone in the industry, all the analysts, all the pundits, everyone had to have been expecting this. I mean, I, I'm not even a, an Apple journalist anymore. And I've been expecting this. It, it 
there, there's no surprise here. No, none. I mean, uh, the, the Verge reported on this in, back in April of 2021, uh, and and then that didn't get much fan for. But I, I mean, it was funny because I wanted, to, I was searching for this article to find out, find if anybody else would was even talking about, it, and they're all quoting back to this article in the New York Post of all of all places. Uh, but so, and they, they're going through analysts' uh, estimated streaming service, and uh, they've surpassed 40 million by the end of 2020. And of course, comparing Netflix to 208 million, um, and of course, Netflix is bigger because Apple's still still working on it. And, and yeah, we're both Apple fanboys. Let's face it. But I, I still think, yeah. But but I'm happy to call Apple out when when appropriate. Yeah. I'm not I'm not Absolutely. a blind follower. Absolutely, yeah. If there's something they're not doing, where you and I are both are going to call out the fact that, uh, uh, and yeah, even the heat, I'm seeing here that you did say here there's confusion in the marketplace. What what confusion is there? Now, granted, Apple is going to stop offering the free 12 months that they did when it first came out um, at the end of this month, as we record this uh, end of July, uh, and you know that's great. I mean, it's it's time, and they they need to get people to really be on board. I mean, it's five dollars a month. That's so reasonably priced. I mean, think about how much what you're paying for for Netflix. I mean, granted, I get Netflix for almost free because T-Mobile gives us a little perk, but uh, but that's how know, I get HBO Max. Yeah, exactly. I get HBO Max because it's included in my cable subscription. So I mean, so the, the 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 streaming services are just so it just keeps it just keeps evolving. It just it's you know uh, Discover, Discovery Plus. I've been paying for that. Haven't watched it much, but it's it, it's actually a pr- I, I kind of like it. It's got a lot of great stuff on it. Um, you you got to go back and watch all the diners, drive-ins, and dives episodes because there's like twenty three years worth of them. But <laughs> uh, 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 but uh, I. I, I just I just don't understand why this is such a big deal. I mean, let's like I said, let's face it. Roku is going to be the more popular of the devices because it's so cheap. I mean, this device that's on now, the Express 4K, it says in this article it's thirty nine ninety nine. Go to Amazon right now; it's twenty nine ninety nine, and it's a four K device. So, I mean, how do you beat that? And as far as price goes, I mean, yeah, granted, the Apple TV does have a nice interface, and and we like and and, and I like it, um, but. That's the reason why I have so many of these different devices, so I can play and just kind of get the you know get that immersive experience sure. of what people ex- experience. You could do that. So I've got three devices that are probably the total of one Apple TV. So, so really think about that. And hey, what the heck? It's it's. it's I mean, yeah. Granted, I have a a a, a three and four uh, port uh, switch uh, HDMI but. Uh, switch from IO gear. I just go do 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 switch between the four of them mm-hmm. on one on one source. But um, why not? It's it's it, it's it's uh, it, it is a, it's a cool thing. And you know, whatever New York Post. I think that was just a kind of a silly article, honestly. Uh, but yeah, I, I've, I've been scanning through more of it, and uh, and it's surprising uh, what I'm finding in there that that's just patently wrong. Yeah, they're. That's what I say. You got you got a uh, news outlet that's covering technology that has no business doing it. Yeah, honestly, I, the part they got right <clears throat> is that Apple has uh, uh, gotten a, a deal with Roku to put an Apple TV Plus button on their remote. Exactly. So there you go. Oh well. Well, we beat that one to death. So let's uh, move Boy, on to the topics you. this week, and uh, we can't we can't make fun of Warren this week because he c- continues to tell people to go out run. Install we beta. We can make fun of him. He's we just not here, to defend, he's not here to defend himself because 
he kept saying it yesterday on the Back to the Future. And I kept saying, no, you don't tell people to go out and install beta. You just don't. It's, okay, here's what I tell people. If you yeah. want to install the beta, that's great uh, for, for whichever device. But don't put it on a mission-critical device. If you only have exactly. one iPhone, you don't run beta on it. No. Um, if you only have one Mac and you want to run beta there, get an external SSD, install right. the beta on that. And uh, and unless you can afford to brick an Apple Watch, never run beta on Apple Watch. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, this week, uh, as we record this, they released this. The It was interesting the way they released this in iOS 15 and iOS and iPad OS 15. It was the second beta, but it was like a revised version. Cause I just, Didn't they do this, that last year? And maybe they did. The first public beta? Uh, maybe they did. Because this, the, the second beta came out, and now there's a revised version of the second beta. Um, and it was released to, to developers for testing purposes and uh, with the new software coming just a week after. It was only a week after. So uh, they must have found some bugs. And, of course, a lot of times of they don't tell they you. Of course they did. It's beta. That's the whole point. It's beta. Hey, it happened to me. I was on the show yesterday, and my camera kept going out in camo because, you know, that phone is running beta. So I served me right. There, there you go. But yeah, I, 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 I rebooted the phone, beta. and I was fine. Yeah, I, I'm running iOS beta on, uh, on a 10-inch iPad Pro and yeah. uh, iPad Mini 4. Neither are mission-critical devices. Same here. There I got you go. First gen iPad Pro 12.9 inch that I, I'm running it on. And then I have the 10R that I'm running it on. Those are my two beta devices. I never put it on my primary. Never, 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 never. Same. Never, never, never. But Warren will say, go, go, run, do it now. Well, <laughs> in Warren's defense, it's not his device they're installing it but, on. Uh, exactly. It's still, it's working solid. You know, live on the edge. So <laughs> this is a little over the edge and, uh, and yes. working solid in beta isn't the same thing as, no. uh, as no. official release being solid. There's stuff that does not work. There are features that are missing. Yeah. Stuff's broken. Absolutely. So then, uh, and then, and then that exact same day, uh, the couple that was, uh, I was actually yesterday as we record this, uh, uh, the public betas have now been released. So now, now we're in big trouble. You're going to get these people that want to get out there and well, I want to test it because I don't have a developer account. Now I can because it's public beta. Uh, and you could you can download and test the new updates. Um, if you've signed up for the beta testing program, which is can be easily done by going to the public beta, uh, the public beta site, uh, uh, you can sign up and all the proper certificates and all that stuff. And of course, you'll be able to try all the new features we've talked about with FaceTime and Focus and the Safari redesign and uh, all kinds of other stuff. So yeah, you could do it, but buyer beware! Don't don't yeah. don't be diving in. Part of the problem that we're that we have here. I, I put in Google's lap because Google yeah. has been giving people software for over 10 years that they, that they have tagged as beta mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and it's, you know, it's public release, like, like production software, but it's still tagged beta. And so people have come to expect that beta just means I'm getting it faster and they expect it to be final release quality. And, uh, yeah, and that's a problem. Yeah, no, cr crazy stuff. I mean, it's it's uh, it's just crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, um, the other side of that, I think right. Siri should still have the beta badge on it. Yeah, <laughs> it's still, it's still, I mean, 
you know, one of the biggest things that drives me nuts is when I when I'm I'm typing a text and I go type it and then and every time I every time I type it and then and then I hit the darn mic at the bottom right on the keyboard. I do it all the time. I, I and, hit like one of the emoji buttons yeah. or no, I hit or, the mic. Then I'm talking and the then it, it picks up. I have to race it. <laughs> it, it, it. It drives me crazy. I, I don't, there's there's got to be a way yeah, to stop And now that. you're texting people, son of a frick of frick of frick of Safari. Just go Exactly. So, um, the one good thing about going iOS 15, if you decide you want to go back, there is a way to do it, but you have to know how to. So if you're not and you tech, can't tech, with an Apple Watch, and I was just going to get to that. The, the, they oh, did first. Sorry see, to take that. No, 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 no. That I was going to say, yeah, don't even do it with the Apple Watch because if you if you do it, there's no way, no going back. And and if you go back to iOS 14, you're going to be in trouble because I don't even know if it's going to work uh, with with Watch OS 8 that's out there. And then we have that article here as well they seeded the first uh, release yeah, you yeah. have to be on on uh public or dev beta yep if you're going to do the apple watch beta yeah so period so there's no going back they, uh, the biggest thing they did add is the find my app is now available on the apple watch uh, to helping locate lost items uh, right from the device uh from your wrist as opposed to get pulling out your iphone which is cool uh, but i can cool. I can wait. <laughs> I'm not putting it on my watch right now. Yeah, uh, I can wait. Uh, so, meanwhile, Apple still has 14.7 out there as a, as another beta. It's now the fourth version that just has come out. We're in beta four of iOS and iPadOS 14.7 that was just released a day prior to this um, and can be downloaded. Um, apparently, it's bug improvements, but apparently that there's enough bug improvements that they are they haven't released it out to everybody yet because it's uh, come on guys it's we're on 14.6 let's get 14.7 out and move on i mean we're, you got to focus on 14 15, ios 15 at this point in my opinion am i the only person that when the news that the fourth beta of ios 14.7 was out was surprised because I, yeah, seriously, I at this point, I thought we were already running iOS 14.7. I had to go and look at my iPhone just no. to make sure. It's 14.6. <laughs> so, come on, Apple, release it. I, there, obviously, there's there must be some bugs that's in there that uh, that we aren't aware of. That of course they never tell you about. Well, okay. So here here's a hypothesis. Maybe they've been holding it this long because they keep adding a new bug and security fixes. Because they're planning on this being the very last update for uh, iOS 14. Yeah. And so they, they just want to roll in as much as they can. Apparently. Well, the only the really the biggest standout feature that 14.7 is going to add is for the HomePod and the HomePod Mini. Uh, it's going to allow the Home app to set multiple timers on a HomePod or a HomePod Mini. Okay. Is that an exciting feature? I don't think so. <laughs> well, okay. Here's another thing. Because when you said HomePod, that reminded me we're, we're going to get uh, Apple Hi-Fi. Uh, Apple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's a blast wow. for the past. You mean the iPod Hi-Fi? <laughs> wow. We're going. We're going to get high res audio support for yeah. uh, uh, HomePod, and that's probably coming in the fourteen point seven update. And uh, and if they're still working on that part, then they're going to hold everything until yeah. they've got that done. 
Absolutely. Well, and then meanwhile, you still have watchOS 7.6 is the fourth beta, and you have tvOS 14.7 is out to developers as well. So hopefully those will all be really soon, and we can move on and focus on iOS 15 and tvOS 15 and watchOS 15, please. So, all right, that's our fun with beta this week, and... We talked a lot about beta, even without Warren here. I know we did, and and I'm I'm not as anywhere near as. And a lot of times I don't spend enough time in beta to to, to start learn, learning the features, and I end up having to catch up when it does come out. So I think I got I need to change my my view here. So uh, we're celebrating a birthday this 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 past week. Uh, the first iPhone went on sale 14 years ago, uh, June 29th, 2007, was the first iPhone that went on sale. It was unveiled in that, of course, famous presentation from by Steve Jobs in January of that year. And that summer, customers in the U.S. were finally able to get their hands on it. Um, it was, of course, like we just talked about earlier, it was exclusively to AT&T customers. And then famously, it had no 3G capability. I was smart. I did not buy the very first iPhone because I thought it was very expensive. I mean, it was it was at the time I think it was six hundred dollars if I remember correctly, and it I was thought that more was expensive than uh, than the price tag. Yeah, because you you paid full price for the phone, but right. AT and T still charged you as if you were buying a subsidized phone. Right. So you bought the phone, and then you continued to buy the phone you already owned, which was a really, really crappy move. On it was. It was. So I did not have the very first iPhone, but I started the, the iPhone 3G, then 3GS, and with the 4, the 4S, the 5, the 5S. I just kept going. I never stopped after that. So uh, so I've had every basically every iPhone other than the very first model. Um, I, but... I had that first model. I've had almost every single iPhone. Actually, the, with the 10, I skipped from 10 to 12 Pro, right. and and I blame AT and T for that because uh, yeah. I I was on their annual upgrade plan, and that was the year they're like, yeah, you can do the upgrade, but we're going to charge you an extra five hundred dollars. So I'm like, my iPhone 10 is great. That's I don't need that's it. why. I st- I stick with Apple's uh, the Apple trading program. It works awesome. I mean, and I don't even feel it. I mean, well, yeah, I switched uh, with the 12 Pro, and what I yeah. would do from from this point yeah. forward. Yeah. No subsidized phones. I'm just buying the phone unlocked outright. Sure. That's it. S- screw the whole. But that's the thing. Program. But but with the with the Apple upgrade program, you already get the phone unlocked, so I could switch carriers whenever I feel like it. Um, and, but I'm just obligated to pay the phone each month, and it's locked in. And it's not a pay through the citizens, uh, citizens one bank, whatever they've been using for years. Um, so that's why I, I don't even feel it. I mean, it's it just comes right out of my Apple card. I get my three percent, and 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 I'm I'm on my merry way. So, yeah. uh, but it's all it all it all depends on what people want to do. It's understandable, but I think it's exciting. I, I mean, I'm so thrilled that I've been part of this, and that's the whole reason why I started this podcast was just because of the passion I have for iPhone. And iPhone is probably one of the most vital devices that are out there these days. Um, and the iPad is just a, is a is a a very close second. But uh, yeah, it's and I think you and I both will will, will agree that uh, they are very important in our lives. <laughs> Absolutely. So, happy birthday! Happy uh, birthday! 
so let's uh, let's go into the uh, the big topic of this week. I wanted to touch on a little bit. Uh, you did uh, you did a, a great show with uh, with Brian Chaffin and uh, over at the Mac Observer with an Apple Content Machine uh, and talked about shortcuts. And you and I don't we don't talk enough about shortcuts. And we've we've had guests on here before that who are you know, quite the gurus of, of shortcuts. But uh, and I'm, I've been trying all my might to try to dabble in shortcuts, and I need to do a better job of it. But but we've got you here this week to to, to give us a little bit of what, what you've been uh, dabbling with in, in shortcuts. Uh, so let, let us know what uh, you've been, uh, what you've been playing with. Well, okay. Let me start by saying, and I, and I believe I said the same thing on Apple context machine. I decided it was really important for me to start doing more with shortcuts because yeah. it comes to Mac OS this fall. Yeah. And, uh, and so I also, I knew because of the keynote where they talked about automation on all of Apple's platforms, that this is the future of all automation across all of Apple's devices. Yeah. So I needed to, to like really get back into doing more with this. So what I'm doing with shortcuts is, uh, is stuff that makes my day-to-day life easier. So I'm doing things like uh, like setting up um, um, shortcuts that blend together different things that I'm doing with uh, with HomeKit or mm-hmm. with with other apps or services that have shortcut support as well. Um, for example, I'm doing things like um, uh, like creating shortcuts that mix together different scenes that I've created so mm-hmm. that. I can have a single command that I use with with the S lady to perform multiple things at once instead of having to say, hey, S lady, do this. Hey, S lady, do this. Hey, S lady, do this. I just say one thing and it all happens in succession. And, uh, and my favorite example of that is when I say, hey, S lady, I'm podcasting. It turns off the lights in my office and then turns the lights behind me blue turns off the lights in my hall except for one which is now red so if anyone comes into my place they know that i'm i'm either podcasting or recording and since i tend to play music all day long while while i'm doing stuff it then pauses whatever's playing on my home pods and uh and to set that up as an automation in HomeKit, it's I find it actually easier to create a shortcut, especially because I can give it that specific name that I want. And whatever you name it, that becomes the Siri command. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and then there's so many great shortcuts out there that other people have made. Yeah. Oh, uh, tons. One, tons. Like one of my favorite is called Apple Frames. And Here this one, one takes a, a screen, whatever screenshot you've taken of your phone your iPhone and when you run the um, the shortcut it takes that screenshot and then it takes a template of of an iPhone bezel and puts it all together and generates a ping for you and puts it into photos so that you've got it ready to use wherever you need to go we got to get a short short uh, a uh, a link to that so everybody could try it <laughs> yes okay i i will get the link for that one and and give it to you um and um, it's called Apple Frame. Uh, Apple Frames. Frames. Okay. Yeah. And another one that I set up so that I could use it as a widget 
is uh, is a shortcut that just turns on my TunnelBear VPN. Okay. And uh, and that also means that I can just say to my iPhone or iPad, "Hey, S Lady, turn on my VPN," and it'll just do it. That's that's but awesome. It's a button for me now too, so I just tap the button, and away you go. Um, and one thing I like to show people as a as a starter shortcut is how to go in and uh, and make a shortcut that launches an app, and then uh, and then you can put whatever graphic you want as the icon for that, and then uh, and then show it as uh, as an icon on your home screen, and now you can mm-hmm. customize how your app icons look. So you can put like family song there, your your cat, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Also, any any automations you've made in HomeKit, they show up in the automation uh, uh, section in shortcuts. So you have a single unified place where you can handle all of your HomeKit automations and all of your um, uh, just general shortcut automations, just all in one interface. That's awesome. It is. Um, uh, oh, here's one that I shared with Brian, and uh, and I'm sure that he found it to be really cool. If uh, be, and I say that because I told him, so therefore he must have found it cool. Um, you can set up a HomeKit automation in Shortcuts that lets you pick a specific playlist that you have, or a specific album that you have or one of Apple's curated playlists from Apple Music and uh, make that play on any combination of your HomePods that you have. And so I, I use that because if I say, hey, S-Lady, play jazz, it always chooses one specific jazz curated playlist, which isn't necessarily what I want to hear. So I can go and pick any other playlist and set that up into a into a uh, shortcut, and so now I can say, "Hey, S Lady, play piano jazz," because I made a shortcut called "Play Piano Jazz," mm-hmm. and now it grabs the curated playlist that I actually want to hear, and plays that. And now, and now your brain is uh, probably reeling, thinking, "There are so many things I could do with this." I mean, like it, you could set up like a. You could call it, hey, S-Lady, play Party Mix. And you could have several of those curated playlists or your own playlists that you just stack on top of each other mm-hmm. in the shortcut, and it'll play through each one for you. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. There's so many shortcuts out there. You know, you know obviously, good sources, uh, uh, MacStories.net, they have just uh, Frederico yes. is just amazing with all this, the shortcut collections. And I'm a... I'm a member of the club Mac Stories. It's worth it uh, to have all the resources that he has, and he's so yeah, passionate about it. Yeah. So they're just, just. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm realizing how many shortcuts I've that I've put in here that I, oh, I, I, I oh, I have that. I didn't know that. I, I forgot I did that. <laughs> you for, you yeah, forget because there's so many of them. <laughs> same. Well, okay. Well, then here's here's another tip that you need. Did you know you can make folders in shortcuts and then organize your different shortcuts into into folders? I did not know that. Well, there you go. And uh, and now it becomes a lot easier to keep track of all the different shortcuts you've made. Um, like, 
one that I had completely forgotten about. Um, I set one up so that uh, th there's like a group of family members that I will routinely send images to. And, uh, and I have a shortcut for that, but I had forgotten about it. And when I went in and started like reorganizing a bunch of my shortcuts into folders a while ago, mm -hmm. as I'm moving stuff around, I'm like, holy crap, why am I not using this? I made this and I used it a few times and then forgot about it. Hmm. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's a thing. Set up folders. It's much easier to remember all the shortcuts you made that are really super handy. And then you forgot about. And, what, and is that one called setup folders? Um, that one. Uh, it's, it's just in the folders section. So if you look in shortcuts, hmm. like okay. like uh, on your iPhone, yep. hold on, let me open up shortcuts on my iPhone and shortcuts. And um, okay, so on the iPhone at the bottom, if you tap in the shortcuts app, you tap my shortcuts. Mm -hmm. At the top, there's on the left, there's shortcuts with a little uh, Chevron pointing to the left. Tap on that. And then that takes you out where you can uh, all folders. look at all your shortcuts, add shortcuts to share there sheets, you go. Uh, and or you know see the shortcuts you've added to share sheets, mm -hmm. uh, uh, set up your own folders, and um, yeah, there you go. Perfect. Yeah, that that's uh, definitely a way because that's that's the problem. You start getting all these shortcuts, it just gets overwhelming. Right. Yeah. Now on the iPad, there's a uh, column on the left that uh, that has the the gallery, the automation stuff, the and all the folders. That's awesome. Yeah, there's there's just a ton of shortcuts out there, um, and lots of resources. We'll put some links in the show notes here of uh, places you can go. Um, but uh, th those are some of the ones that stand out for you actually that that you really like. Yeah, just little things that I that I've that I've made over time that become super handy. Um, one that I, I'm going to throw another one at you because it's just really easy to do. Um, so, I set up one a while ago as a uh, as an example just to show people. So, in shortcuts, I used the the camera shortcut, and uh, and then told it to. Uh, to automatically snap three photos in a row using mm -hmm. the front-facing camera on my phone. Hmm. Then it uses the media uh, shortcut feature, and, and it will take those three photos that I just snapped and turn those into uh, uh, an animated GIF or GIF, depending on, uh, on how you <laughs> prefer to say it. Yeah. And, uh, and then it will let me see what it looks like. And then it will automatically drop it into messages for me so I can text it off to someone. That's and it awesome. took me like three minutes to set up and, uh, and that's it. And it, it was just super easy. And so you can do like, like three selfies where you make three faces real fast. Blah, blah, mm. And then uh, for the people that are watching live, like, holy crap, you just really did that. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then send that animated GIF off to whoever you want. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, we could do a whole show on shortcuts, I tell you. There's just so many. We could. Here, okay, here's the worst. Um, I went through a phase where I kept ordering the same drink at Starbucks. And, and at one point, my iPhone said, do you want me to make that into a shortcut? So I said, it yes. Asked you, yeah. And now 
um, I can say, hey, S lady, order Starbucks, and it'll order a, uh, 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 a London Fog with soy milk. There you go. And it going. even knows which Starbucks to order it from. Because well, it's based on where you're located, though, right? I think so. Hold on. Let me look at that one real quick. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it, it, um, yeah, it does. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty awesome. No, I said we could, we could keep going, but there's just so many other, uh, shortcuts out there. Then we'll put a couple links in the show notes of those things, but we hope you enjoyed that. Um, one other topic I wanted to hit before we, uh, close things out here was, uh, the notification center. Um, I'm assuming you use that, uh, quite a bit and you've got to customize the, the way you like and i wanted to find out from you what what are some of the no uh the settings that you add into the notification center i mean i could say mine but i'd, I'd be curious to know how to, how you've set up your notification center because there's so many things you can do in the control center i should say um not notification i meant i meant control center uh, oh okay well, i i i know why i wrote, I wrote notification i meant control <laughs> uh but there's so many different things now that they've added for the control center. You know, specifically, I I always have the magnifier because I think that's just one of the most amazing things. And funny that that Apple always had the magnifier as a as an accessibility feature, and it was buried, and you had to go find it. Well, now they yeah, made, is it's it, it's it is so dumb, and now it's 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 a mainstream thing here. But um, what are some of the things that you include uh, in your in your uh, control center that you can bring down and get to very quickly? Um. Uh, mine's kind of a plain Jane. Is it? I have, okay. Uh, uh, I have the Apple TV remote. Yeah, me too. And uh, and I have low power mode right there. Okay. And uh, and then of course the camera and uh, screen recording, magnifier, flashlight, and I put the hearing in there. Hmm. Okay. Because because sometimes that one's just really fun to play with. Um. And uh, so then, of course, I have HomeKit showing um, some specific yeah, devices in here as well. And I have a, uh, uh, a couple uh, uh, scenes that are buttons in here. Okay. So, like, uh, uh, I have one uh, scene that's, that's uh, I'm working. And so... That one sets all the lights correctly in my office here for when I'm working and not actually uh, uh, recording hmm. a show. Okay. And so that's just a button in here as well, because sometimes I want to make that scene happen, but mm-hmm. I don't actually want to speak. Interesting. So I can just slide down control center and tap that button. Interesting. Yeah, that 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 is pretty awesome. That you can you can do that. Um, don't you know what I add add in here that I think is a quick way to get to, and I, I always keep forgetting because I go search for it is the, uh, the the code scanner. You know that's the app that you can't that that is not as an app. You have to search for it. So I if you used to have that in here, yeah, but I took it out because the camera just automatically recognizes QR codes now. Yeah, I thought the code scanner seems a little faster to me. Um, it when probably I, is. When I go in there, so I do you tap it and you do the QR code because I was in a uh, Microsoft training class this past week and they were putting up QR codes all the time. So I'm going up to my screen and oh yeah, let me scan that. Um, and it does bring it into 
a a page and it, and it gets you where you need to go. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. The camera does uh, does do it too. It, sometimes it's a little tricky to get the camera to to, to scan it just right. But um, yeah. um, but I think that's a that's a pretty good uh, pretty good good one too. And uh, you the, know, I uh, still I have one spot empty on my uh, control center. I could just put yeah. that back in. Oh, like, yeah, I think I have one left too. Is I've got one. I got like f- uh, five of the home stuff. Uh, yeah, I got to revamp my home. My home is such a mess right now. Some of the some of the outlets are just I've dropped off when I had to update my uh, router. So I've been lazy. I haven't gone and <laughs> re-enabled them. So I've got lights plugged into those in, into those uh, plugs, and they're they're not working. So I got to get those uh, get up and running again. Those are the lights you just the lights you just don't need all the time, right? Yep. That's why I've been able to get away with it. So, so, uh, but uh, as anybody doesn't know, the way to get into the control center uh, to make the changes or what you want to add, uh, you just go into settings and then you scroll down and go into control center. Uh, and then the first list is going to be your included controls, and you can tap the minus uh, uh, icon, remove those, and you can also reorder them too. So if you want them to be, you know, like I have the flashlight at the top because that's always the thing you always use quite a bit, um, and then. They've created quite a much larger size, uh, a larger list of controls. And we've talked about this many times, but it's always worth uh, revisiting here. Um, you know, like the text size, I think that's kind of a cool thing. If you want to make text yeah. bigger, if, it's, if you're having trouble seeing it, you could do that. And of course, they got now the built-in rec- music recognition as since Shazam is now built into um, into oh, into the into iOS now, so you can you know, it, it really works because you just tap it whenever you you just go control center tap music recognition while it's playing and and it, and it comes up pretty quickly see a lot of these things i think oh i should put that in oh wait i just say hey s lady yeah whatever the mm-hmm. thing is like hey s lady what song is this right yeah. um so um so there are some things in here others are probably not as important uh notes i don't know if i needed that quick of an access to, to notes i can just have the notes app at, at my fingertips to go into notes because i'm a pretty heavy notes user um and um the stopwatch if it's not something you do use a lot wallet eh, i think it's easy to just get to the wallet app uh, just have it on your that the, the first page of your home screen and uh right that then that's how i've done it and, and you and you uh when you gave me that suggestion about the widgets having the battery the battery widget that i have it on the home uh, screen now that uh i think that's uh that's mm-hmm. a good place to to do that so but uh yeah the control centers it, it's it's very powerful and i don't i think there's a lot of it's a lot of things you don't you don't uh uh, see people do. I go in here for when I, I tap in for screen mirroring. If I want to, when I want to mirror my uh, mirror my uh, device, uh, uh, which would have came in handy today if I would have had a device that I could have mirrored to when I was doing a training class. But no, I forget my cord. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, that that's there um, as well as you have the uh, the lock button. So if you want to do the portrait orientation locks, where where it doesn't doesn't uh, spin, you want to keep it locked. That that's there. Do not disturb is in there, but of course a lot of this stuff's going to change a little bit once iOS 15 comes out. So we'll definitely be covering that and talking about it. even even the um, uh, the the, uh, the voice memo app is in here too. You can tap and uh, it 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 gives you a quick button to get to the voice memos. Um, if you want to, rec- uh, if, if those of you who like to record quick voice mem- memos in the voice memos app. Um, that's there too so let's say you don't go in here often enough to think about it because like i could see i could see you're like wow i don't remember all this stuff <laughs> yeah I, yeah there's some really cool stuff in here and uh, uh, even and the sound recognition there's a sound recognition um 
one that you can do in there. And then what that is, is uh, it, you know, when you tap it, um, you can uh, tap the sound recognition of like if, it, if you hear a siren, a smoke alarm or a cat or a dog, it's uh, it, 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 it goes in and, and you can turn on sound recognition and uh, it'll listen for those certain items and notify you when those sounds have been recognized. So if, if it's something, you know, like a, a car, uh, like a, a siren as such, it'll kind of notify you. Um, and it'll tell you, you if, it, uh, if it hears running water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, water running. Yep, and baby crying, shouting, coughing. Yeah, that's all in there too. So, it's a problem when you're watching TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. The can can be a problem here. So, but uh, yeah, that, I I think it's something to, to always be aware of, and uh, we'll always try to keep covering that for you. And uh, 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 I think it's good stuff. Did you have anything else that relates to that, or you want to? Uh, talk about before we wrap things up here um i I will say that as we've been talking i I took the hearing thing out because uh uh, of control center because i realized i haven't actually tapped on that in like a year yeah i I actually did take it out i don't i don't use it so i so i put the calculator in there even though uh i have the calculator in the widget screen you know when you're on the main home screen you swipe left or right right so i pop that in there and I still have one empty spot, and I'm looking at all this other stuff, and I'm like, the the other stuff, I do it with uh, with Yes Lady, or uh, right. I use different apps, or it's something that's already on my home screen. So I guess I'm just going to have to live with one empty space on yeah. uh, on Control Center. It's okay, unless you're OCD and you want to have something in that spot. <laughs> I, I'm not really OCD, but I just keep looking at that spot thinking wasted space why 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 so all right uh let's uh go ahead and wrap things up for this week hope you enjoyed it uh that was a wrap for this week please send your comments questions and suggestions to our email address feedback at intouchwithios.com you can follow us on twitter at intouchwithios you can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher including apple podcasts and many others but better yet go to our website at intouchwithios.com where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there i am dave ginsburg and you can find me on twitter at DaveG65 and uh, Jeff thanks for being here as always uh, tell us where everybody can find you uh, well, first thanks for having me back on it, it's always a lot of fun it always is um, yeah, it, it is even when Warren's not here it's not the same but it's still fun yeah. um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram I'm jgamut both places on my YouTube channel youtube.com slash jgamut um the, the Mac show and the big show on British Tech Networks. So that's Thursdays and Fridays. Uh, Mac Voice is live on Tuesdays. And, uh, and like this week, I, I was on Apple Context Machine I, uh, here on a, on a semi regular basis. So thank you for that. I get around. You will be able to find me. Yes, we can. We can find you, and, and we love your YouTube videos here. And you said you got, oh, some in, you. You got some in the can coming pretty soon here. So Yes, right? yes, I do. Yeah, so we'll look forward to those as well. Well, thanks everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll talk again soon.